0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, it's State of State. We you got your nitty line update. It's a football discussion with Tom and Justin. So kick back and press play.
1: With former Penn State and NFL defensive back Justin King, I'm Tom Hannafin. This is State of State. This podcast is presented by Bet Online. The college football national championship game is just days away, but also the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, combat sports, and more are in full swing. Bet Online has all the up to the second odds, news, and info. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. State of State is presented by Bet Online, where the game starts. Also, State of State is a proud supporter of Blue White Outfitters. Blue White Outfitters was created as a retail shop meant to highlight the confidence, competitiveness, and fearlessness of the elite athletes found throughout the history of Penn State University. Check out their Lockdown You and Lawn Boys merchandise today. All sales from Blue White Outfitters directly benefit Penn State student-athletes. Visit www.bluewhiteoutfitters.com today. Did you miss us? We're back again. We are live once again on the (laughs) State of State YouTube channel. Uh, You know, if we'd done this like two hours ago, we could have covered everything all at the same time. But hey, shout out to Kenny Sanders and the Kennel at Penn State with the Penn State football program because they're having an interesting day, a challenging day, I imagine, but they were having a good day. Penn State has landed Ohio State wide receiver Julian Fleming In the transfer portal, a Pennsylvania native, someone that Penn State recruited years ago. Ultimately, he had to make a tough choice, and he went to Ohio State, but now he will be a Penn State Nittany Lion. He has one year of eligibility remaining, and now you tack him on to Drew Aller, Nick Singleton, Katron Allen, Tyler Warren, and brand new offensive coordinator, Andy Kotelnicki. This is very exciting. And Justin, this is all on the heels of the news that Dante Cephas, another wide receiver, of Penn State, is expected to be in the transfer portal. Hell of a day.
0: A lot of movement, man. It's the transfer portal, new age of college football. But it's, um again, wait and see. I know it's another receiver from Ohio State, Buckeyes. Somebody that the staff obviously has a familiarity with him being one of the prime targets coming out of high school. Uh, but, you know, guys get indoctrinated into a school, and then you have to find... That rhythm, I think, it's a great situation that he's coming and he has the whole spring, um, which is a little uh, different than the way Cephas came in in the summer. So he has time to learn to play ball, we'll get the whole off season to work with the guys, hopefully. Um, but outside out, we can see what happens.
1: It's very, very exciting. Uh, Once again, remember, like, comment, subscribe, turn on notifications, rate us as well. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at State of State Pod. If, again, you're following us on X and Instagram, you already knew about us going live here to cover this news. And a shout out to our sponsors, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Head to HelloFresh.com slash LionFree and use the code LionFree for free breakfast for life when you have an active subscription. Again, head to HelloFresh.com. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. So I understand your point on this. And as we were talking about earlier today with the Dante Cephas transferring out and that transferring somebody in, there were certainly plenty of people in the chat that were talking about, Hey, you know, go get a guy from a big brand or something like that. And that's been part of the allure with Julian Fleming is that went to Ohio state and they breed great wide receivers. And he was recruited by Penn state once upon a time. Those things line up for fans, but can you give us a very realistic evaluation of Julian Fleming's game?
0: Sure. Julian was a above the line athlete, very dynamic. Uh, about a four, high, four, five, low, four, six guy coming out of high school. Um, very acrobatic in terms of movement, very nice 50 50 jump ball type of guy. Uh, how dynamic was he? I mean, coming out of high school, he played like single double A at Southern Columbia he was very dominant at that level so again there wasn't the I would say the high level receiver traits it was just one of those guys that was a better athlete than everybody that was playing very confident kid uh and that that was kind of it it was he was again more of an athlete than like a developed receiver and in that he wasn't a receiver that i remember had like elite speed because i mean just from to be completely honest going through versus the staff i was probably the one on the staff that didn't have him as ranked as high as everyone else. For whatever my biases are when it comes to evaluating receivers, I look at it as like, all right, who's going to be a harder cover? Not that he's not, because he's a productive, good football player. Um, but that would be my high level eval on oh, no.
1: him. That makes sense. Um, Julian Fleming, his time at Ohio State 79 catches, 963 total yards, and seven touchdowns. That's across four seasons, freshman through senior. This year, he put up 26 catches for 270 yards, no touchdowns in 12 games played. And it's like an eerily similar stat line to the guy that allegedly is in the transfer portal in Dante Cephas. Again, it's impossible to compare stat lines as we were talking about earlier on today. No person's statistics are the exact same. It's a different environment, different offense, all those things. But there's certainly plenty of people that are in here right now that are talking about man does this really change things like everybody believes oh because he was once a five star that he's always a five star so i understand the excitement but it's like should the, should the messaging be to pump the brakes
0: i don't even believe when five stars are five stars as the real five star so like that's mm-hmm. <laughs> so like that's my bias so i, don't, I mean, sometimes i come off a little harsh but like i mean in my time of recruiting i've only met one five star his name was michael parsons like out of all the I can't say that, take that back, actually like dealt with from the place of us recruiting Mm -hmm. the Parsons that came to Penn State. There were some other guys across the country that we recruited that were elite guys, but like real five stars. I mean, that's like a dog through and through. That's somebody that's dominant, has all the athletic features, all the production, just close your eyes and you can point like, hey, this is the best person here, right? Micah is probably the only person I've seen. So like, Maybe when Julian Fleming was coming out, that's what I was comparing to. And even then, like I always have favorites when I'm, I guess, going through the evaluation process. So I used to compare. I remember my favorites when I was at Penn State. I mean, I was a big fan of Jahan. I was a huge fan of Jamar Chase, James Williams. And like I base receiver evaluations on like who would have been hard for me to cover. Like how do they move? Not just based on these different things, but like like the style makes the fight. And I do a pretty good job of picking those out. And I just think some of his his traits are well for work well within a system if he's put in the right position and doing all those um, good things. He's a, again he's a dynamic athlete and dunk on you any type of way you want. He's a big body receiver. I mean, so we'll see how things. Play out, but as I used to compare him to those guys that I just mentioned earlier, it was like a notch below when we think of, like, okay, what would I look at is like a five star? Like Jamar Chase was only a four, a high three, low four star, but I thought he was the best receiver that I watched that year when he was coming out. Yeah, you know I mean, so, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see. Um,
1: let's see here. Uh, Fleming is listed at 6'2, 210 pounds. So that certainly does add the size that people have been talking about. Get some size in this receiving core good size uh number three recruit in the 2020 class the number one wide receiver he went into Ohio State and like I don't need to list off all the names but like Garrett Wilson Chris Olave, Marvin Harris Jr. Jackson Smith and Jigba uh Emeka Buka currently like it's just been an immense amount of talent in that room so to a degree getting lost in the shuffle giving him uh the, that leeway to understand that uh let, let's get to some of the questions here this is from chris is fleming the kind of wide receiver we needed to be the next dotson or something like that you were just mentioning Jahan.
0: yeah i don't think he you would also he just doesn't have i'm basing things off of traits and skill set he doesn't have the same skill set as Jahan. like again Jahan's a first round receiver i need people to understand how rare and special those guys are as athletes and like what they can do so that's not the not a slight against Julian Fleming, but to compare him to Jahan, I don't know if he's that type of receiver. Like he's more of a raw, rough and ready, you know, make plays, see what kind of happens from there where Jahan was like an elite route runner with speed, hands, grace, like he had yak, he had everything. You know what I mean? So, and... Again, back to the Stars situation where I get kind of messed up. Jahan was a three-star who was like a last-minute take. So, like, yeah It's about not, the look always, about, going,
1: it's not always about the Stars. It really is not.
0: But that's where we get down to the evaluation of, like, where fans feel good about, like, oh, I remember him coming out of high school. And the staff has the same thing because you feel comfort with that player and his family because you were recruiting him out of high school. Because I can't remember – I think Marvin Harrison Jr and Fleming were coming out around the same time. And I remember I was I, I, I'm trying to see now,
1: but uh that timing would line up if it was 2020.
0: Yeah, or he yeah. might like Harrison might have been a 21 or something but Yeah. Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is like we weren't like we liked Fleming more than Harrison. <laughs> and I remember him not being like a super highly touted receiver. I guess 106 21 um, ranked receiver in the country, 7 PA. And what, he was the year after 21.
1: Mm. Um, going back into the chat here, uh, this one's from K Turner212. Is Fleming going to help recruit the other two transfer to come to Penn State? Um, I, I don't know what two you're potentially referring to, but uh, I guess the base of the question is Justin, is Fleming's recruitment going to help recruit other guys from the portal?
0: Nah, man, this is a this is a solo man's game. I don't think that even exists anymore where guys are helping guys come on board. Like, try to get NIL money, try to find a place to play. Football is an individual sport, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you have to find the fit of where, where you can excel and fit within a program. So with that, I mean, you can't be worried about so many other places. And more so now than ever, the college athlete is worried about themselves. Mm. They should.
1: <laughs> uh, Jerry in here in the chat, Ah, uh, Fleming isn't no better than what we already have. <laughs> Agree or disagree?
0: <laughs> similar, yeah. You know I mean, ah, like just man. from the from the, the traits, that, from the traits, he's just more. He's he's similar to some of the guys that we have. Like we just talk about a frame of a player. Obviously, different name, different makeup, or things like that. But just the frame, like we have six to 210 hundred ten-pound guy that's does things well. That's competitive. I mean. We'll see where it, we'll see where it goes. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um ST Weasel in the chat. Penn State lands a four-star wide receiver, lines up in three tight ends and a two running back set. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the other thing about this is that we're, we're going into the great unknown with Andy Kotelniki as the new offensive coordinator everybody saw what he was able to do at Kansas he has a reputation of working with whatever personnel he is given it's not one specific offense but the concern I have had now for a while and Penn State fans I think are uh, have had for years is that there's James Franklin's offense and then there's what the offensive coordinator did before he got to Penn State and that's a concern is that it's like, okay, are we going to get to September or are we going to get to the blue white game? I guess it will be a lot sooner. And we're going to see the exact same stuff just with slightly different personnel and a different dude up in the booth.
0: I mean, a different dude in the booth. Hopefully we'll see different stuff, right? Cause we talk about just creativity with plays and getting the ball into your playmakers hands in the right areas. So where they can show their premium value, that's up to the, Offensive coordinator. And we obviously, I mean, your search got fired this year. So maybe some of the coordinating pieces weren't put together the right way. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, Again, he obviously has the talent. Like you see, I mean, I always compare things to the NFL, but you see it when a guy comes in in the first round, they get a lot more chances with other teams because like that initial evaluation had them so high. Whether you're first round, like, oh, if everybody had them this high, let's see if we can get something out of them. I don't know if we're there with uh julian because it can work you know what i mean he can come in and the fresh pennsylvania air makes him feel closer to home a level of comfort you're not pressing his hard, and you you know you're a late bloomer but what we'll, we'll, time will tell like i said in an earlier episode like next year is no phases no names like i just want to see somebody show up and be like hey that guy's good i don't want to have any preconceived notions <laughs>
1: Um, here's a comment or a question rather. Can the quarterback get him the ball? Because it looks like they didn't trust him throwing. I think, uh, that last point is, I don't know what that last point is about, but can the quarterback get him the ball? Uh, yeah, obviously drew Aller this year, very high expectations, good year, not a great year. We would like him to see him have an elite year, not to steal James Franklin's phrase, but like, okay, like hopefully he takes a step next year. Uh, if you're Drew hour you're like, awesome, we got Fleming.
0: I'm sure. I mean, it's it's good. PR, is it's good. I mean, you have you actually <laughs> you're have about no the PR. <laughs> I'm saying it is good PR. Like you're talking about yeah. when in the like winning the signing day on, on the day after the transfer portal, you get a guy that was perceived as a number one player in the country when he was coming out of high school, and you have a a piece on the puzzle to move around. Now is you the right piece, time will tell. Like, I mean <laughs> He was, a, he was a great player coming out of high school, um, out of Southern Col- Columbia. But, yeah, it's a, it's a different day and age in football. I mean, we just got to see what the development was. He was at Ohio State for the past four years. So we'll mm-hmm.
1: see. I think especially uh, one element of his game that's been reported is that he was a very good run blocker. So it's like, cool, that's nice. <laughs> Gotta do other stuff. <laughs>
0: no, no, it's funny you say that because like I tell I tell everybody check out LIG Sports Group, Blue Chip Academy, if you guys with a chance, but giving out recruiting information and different things. But I always tell receivers if you ever start off your highlight tape blocking, don't send that shit, to, don't send that to me. <laughs> 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 because I don't care about blocking receivers. I, I I know everybody gave I'm in Pittsburgh, so my my man uh what's the receiver's name? Heinz- he- No, no, no. Recently, the receivers here have not been blocking outside. I (laughs) agree with that. Yeah, Pickens. Well, he said like Pickens.
1: Pickens doesn't block.
0: (laughs) But listen, but listen. I don't care about him blocking because the next week you see what he did. Bombs over bag that one hand, one touch guy. Because like there's a give and take sometimes with guys, and if he's a great blocker, let's get ready to run the football. Yeah, I mean.
1: Lambda hopping in here. Uh, Apparently, Fleming was derailed by injuries a lot at Ohio State. Hopefully, staying healthy here helps him level up. Yes, that was a factor of his time at Ohio State, was consistently recovering from injuries. So, again, I understand why people are getting so excited about this. He went to Ohio State. It's a huge brand. He had stars attached to him. He liked Penn State. He's from Pennsylvania. It's like all those things are checked off. You know, that's great. Uh, but you're taking him from one environment to another environment. There's no way of knowing if a skill set he had four years ago is going to show up in the elite capacity that we hoped it would four years ago. There's just so much unknown. I don't want to be super Debbie Downer and negative about this thing, but it's what you and I have been talking about for a few weeks now. For me, since the Michigan State game, prove it. This. That's,
0: fine. That, that's kind of where I'm at. Prove it, because I can get movement from receivers. Like receivers is the, the most common miss move in free agency because it's situational and how you play. It can operate and go into our hands and lean our way and things align and Drew finds his guy and he picks up the playbook and Andy Kolanicky is get is that did I say it right? Kolanicky? No. Total Nicky. Total Nicky. Almost. But you if Andy and Andy, you're gonna be fine. Go Andy. <laughs> Like, but like, if Andy, you know, puts him in positions, like you see I've seen a lot of great football players shine in different systems. So, like, I'm, I'm holding my, uh, my, I guess, judgment until he starts playing. I just had the eval from high school. He was a, a above the line receiver for me. That had some things, but he just didn't have some of the traits that I value highly in receivers. That's just me, though.
1: Fair. If you are Trey Wallace. And Keandre Lambert Smith. How do you view this?
0: I mean, it's Mm -hmm. our coaching staff thinks we need more depth at this, at this, in this room. So there's an opportunity to make a play. And we have an offensive coordinator, a new offensive coordinator pretty much resets everything if I'm a a receiver in that room because I get a chance to show what I'm worth. And that's something that is different in college football, it's more reminiscent of. The NFL, where it's like you get a coaching change, tryouts, like it's immediately tryouts. So it's no, and what happens when you get a new coach, they start going to free agency and bring all the players that they came from their last team. So not that he came from uh, Kansas or anything, but he wants fresh guys too. Like we got, we both got a fresh start. My number one receiver in it. Like there's, so there's aspects to like, you should put them on notice to be like, yo, you better come with your lunch pill and ready to play. Like that's all, I mean, that's how I feel about this. This thing's a business. So there's like, there's like, very little great area for me where it's like the only thing that I used to have a problem with that it was treated like it wasn't a business. And guys need to be upfront and this, that, and no, there. Now the cars are up, rose colored glasses are off. Earn your spot. Like, that's where I'm at with it.
1: <laughs> like, completely agree. Can you do me a favor and call Kenny Sanders and tell him, like, we're good for today? Because. <laughs> This is highly irregular for us to do two live shows in the same day. Plus, we dropped an episode this morning, as we always do. So, it's been a big day.
0: Load up Wednesday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for joining us live here. Just a quick reaction to what's going on here with Julian Fleming. Fleming, hop in the comments section. Let us know how you guys feel about this. Plenty of excitement. Plenty of question marks as well. Again, like, comment, subscribe, turn on notifications, rate us, and follow us on X. Instagram and TikTok at State of State Pod so you can be aware of all these times that we do an emergency podcast in the middle of the afternoon on a Wednesday to talk about some breaking news. It's great. You want (laughs) to be up to speed on everything. Um, He's Justin King. I'm Tom Hannafin. Once again, Penn State has landed former Ohio State wide receiver Julian Fleming in the transfer portal. Thank you all so much for joining us. This episode and our entire library of shows is available now on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Also, let us know what you think of the show on social media and check out all of our content on X, Instagram, and TikTok. Search for the handle at State of State Pod. State of State is presented by BetOnline and by Blue White Outfitters.